0: What's up, fam? Welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 152. We are recording on Wednesday, November 23rd. Happy Thanksgiving Eve to those of you in the United States. James is here with me today. He lives in Canada. James, do Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving?
1: Yeah, we did it last month, guys. Catch up. Oh, man, we're behind (laughs) the
0: times. Yeah. (laughs) Gotcha. So yours goes along
1: with Halloween, yeah. We get it before Halloween. We get it. It's uh, it's roughly the second week into October. And then. Uh, yeah. So that's that's it. We get to look forward to uh, the winter holidays now. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm kind of I don't know. Indifferent about
0: Thanksgiving. I mean, it's cool. It's nice to have an opportunity to give thanks for all the wonderful things that we have in our lives. But mm-hmm. uh, as far as like the turkey and all that stuff that i'm fine with it but i don't really like go out of my way to celebrate it really turkey or ham i'm turkey
1: man oh really a ham person yeah i'm yeah ham all the way i just yeah honestly i i don't hate turkey it's just at the end of the day i'd probably rather eat chicken
0: yeah, it's more or less the same thing. Just smaller <laughs> version of turkey.
1: <laughs> yeah. I find but, turkey is a little a little drier. Like, I need the cranberry sauce to really yeah. get through it all.
0: Yeah. Um, it's just Guy and I tomorrow for Thanksgiving. Oh. So, I'll see. He'll probably have grilled cheese and I'll probably have like a salad <laughs> or something. So. Yeah, yeah. We don't they, get very that. exciting around here for Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, this will probably be out day of thanksgiving or day after so i hope everyone listening had a happy thanksgiving or has a happy thanksgiving um with that said if you want to be part of the conversation you can hit us up on twitter at Gamers podcast you can email us at podcast at mostly normal gamers.com you can go check out old issues of our mostly normal monthly at mngamers.substack.com and lastly you can leave us a voicemail or text message at 507-291-2991 and with that said, James, I feel like I had more rigmarole to go through,
1: but <laughs> I guess not. No, you, you nailed it. Yeah, I haven't talked to you for a while. How have you been? i am been good. I've been good. It's uh, it's getting to the end of the year. And so I've been, we've been, I don't know. I, I don't know how about you, you're feeling with like the games coming out this year. But yeah. I feel like we were, we've been bookended with like, super heavy loads like the beginning of the year yeah. tons of really good games end of the year tons of really good games yeah. and the middle of the year was like hey let's see how much of these games we can actually get through mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah i don't know i've got like two games on the go right now that are like just taking up a lot of my time and then i there's another game that's in my sidebar that i really want to get to but i have not I'm just so deep in the other two that um, so it, what I'm referring to is I've been playing God of War Ragnarok, which is yeah. uh, a game of the year contender. I don't think it beats Elden Ring as far as game of the year. I do mm-hmm. think it is a fucking masterpiece from what I've played so far. Yes, yeah. that's, that's may, I'm maybe halfway through. I don't know. Oh, I'm, that's
0: always maybe in, halfway through. I just hit Alfheim for the okay. first time. So, Yeah. I would say, yeah, about like two. Well, and we were out of town. We were in Arizona for a while.
1: Um, gotcha. So I wasn't
0: playing there. But um, yeah, it's fantastic,
1: man. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. It's very. Uh, I strongly recommend anybody who hasn't played like the 2018 game. Definitely play that one. Mm-hmm. And even it, it definitely people who hate God of War should play God of War 2018. Because I think God of War has like that sort of like. The hack and slash uh, Kratos, this one dimensional character who destroys like a bunch of gods. How interesting can uh, can these games be? Well, I I agree. I played the first two and I didn't care for them. Uh, But when I finally picked up God of War 2018, I uh, it was a year late and I started playing it and I was like, oh, shit, I see why this is this was game of the year. Yeah, (laughs) this is it's so good. It is. The character depth is insane, man. Like right. I mean, they they took a flat character and they made him probably one of the most interesting characters in video games. Yeah, and the supporting cast too.
0: Like oh, Sindri and Brock and Tears in this one. And I can't wait to see where his character art goes because he's right. yes. like the god of war, but he doesn't want to fight anymore. Yeah. But and he's like having some real issues with the yeah. thoughts. And like it's it's cool how they put uh like Those things are relevant, regardless of whether or not you're in a fantastical world or in real life. You know what I mean? And those things are super
1: interesting. I think what's so fascinating about it, too, is the fact that you do have Kratos as the protagonist, who is like, you know, you know, in some ways a silent protagonist, because really he is pretty stunted as a character. But you can see him trying so hard with his son. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's what like really creates this charm. I said it last week. I think there's a beauty in what Kratos doesn't say. Like he he'll like get to these points where he's about to like. He like you can clearly see like where a normal person wouldn't be so reserved and would like spill their guts and be emotional. Mm -hmm. He like closes himself off at those times and the players know what he what he's thinking but the clearly the other characters in the ensemble do not. Right. And so it's just really it's really cool. I, I guess. What is it? Mimir. He kind of he's he, he knows. He's yeah. in it, Right. Yeah. But like uh, it's really it's just a wonderful and he really allows the other characters around him to shine by being so silent and brooding. Mm-hmm. But he's not like the edge lord silent and brooding, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's really cool, really, really great characters in this. Yeah,
0: it's more of like a thoughtful uh, silence, like mm-hmm. like you said, you can tell. And I there are moments like he says the tear before, like right after they or before they left Alfheim, like it's time or something. And I have no idea what he's talking about. And but you just know that there's you can like you said, it, it's really hard to write a character that doesn't say anything, but you can know what they're thinking yeah and they've managed to do it, and the I didn't think the combat could get better, and it's better, like right? it's dude, I was thinking, you know how when you're like beating the crap out of somebody that pops up with the red circle above their mm-hmm. head, if you can uh execute them or whatever. yeah, I had thrown my axe, right, and it bounced off the person and their uh the circle came up, you know, and mm-hmm. the axe like i po- I hit r three. And the axe like flew against the character that I had swung at and then hit a bell and then flung back in my hand as he's like picking it up and hacking him down. And oh, my it, God. It's just like the timing <laughs> on it. And I'm just like, how do you even. Yeah. How does that even work? Like and then the areas I just am constantly staring around because it's so such an interesting world to be in. And they manage yeah. like you go back to Alfheim and it looks nothing like it did
1: when you were there because you go into a different area. So, yeah. Have you, um, have you explored, done a lot of like the side questing and any the like... ones that are
0: open to me? I've done.
1: Yeah. Okay. So you've probably done like, there's, there's a, a free, like basically you free a creature in the lake. Yeah. It's one of the side quests. I don't think I've done that one yet. Oh shit. Okay. So, um, there's like, I just find the side quests. They seem like, okay, here's your run of the mill side quest. Like this guy goes, Oh, Hey, Go do this, and you're like, oh, I guess I'll do it if I got time, right? Yeah. And the standard player is like, Ah, oh, goddamn it! I gotta go do this stupid. Like, go turn off, like I don't know, the, turn off all of these uh, stacks in like the dwarven land or whatever. Yeah. And it's just they seem so like I don't want to do this. But as soon as you start doing them, it's it's in, like it's, it, there's a big story piece about it, and it's not yeah. just some fetch quest. It's not just some kill twelve. Um, lizards um, quest right like these are literally like they become a story and part of your character development which is just such a good way to make you motivated to do side quests because yeah Yeah. you get a you get some rewards you get some upgradable materials for your weapons and and experience and stuff like that but it like you genuinely get stuff out of the characters which is it's cool I i love that sort of stuff yeah, there's definitely, like,
0: further character development by pursuing those things rather mm-hmm. than just, like, a flat. Yeah, like you said, do these 12 things or whatever. <laughs> yeah. which are, And all the things are fun. Like, it's always rewarding to look around and find chests and figure out how to get them. And the other thing is, it did this in the first game, too, but you don't always have everything you need when you go the first time through. Yeah. So you have to, like, get upgrade your stuff and then come back through, I guess. Yeah. And I, I love that about it. Like, it does have a very... It's very similar to the first one. You know, mm-hmm. they didn't really change a ton like it there. You can play as a different character and like that kind of like kind of I don't yeah. really want to like spoil it. It's not like really that spoilery, I don't feel like. But yeah, um, it's fantastic. man. I can't no, wait oh, to it's... see where it goes.
1: I uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited to finish it. I want to see see what the conclusion of this. This story is because it's supposed to be a trilogy, right? That was the what or is this that the end that? of the story? I can't imagine that it is
0: because I'm guessing. I don't know. I I feel like like Midgard isn't open, yeah. Yet, anyway, and like, yeah. Uh, I feel like there's so there were so many uh, areas that we didn't get to explore in the first one. Yeah, I can't imagine that we're going to be able to explore all of them in this one. But mm-hmm. I don't
1: know. yeah, no, and it's. I hope they I hope they do one more. I would love to see another yeah. God of War. Uh, in this style and then I'd love to see them like shift it entirely and go Yeah, like I don't know it's I don't I I don't want them just jumping from Pantheon to Pantheon but maybe like following almost handing the reins to another character right maybe Kratos is more of a a side character than a protagonist I don't know like it would be clearly the sun is important and uh, I would love to see them focus on like An adult son, right, Atreus, as an adult. Um, I think it would just be really fascinating. Uh, Not, not saying that that needs to be where they go. Like, I could, I could play with Kratos for another like twelve games. I feel, but uh, yeah, it's really good. I'm, uh, I'm really happy with uh, basically what they've done with it, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the. uh, uh, Sony Santa Monica is going to do fantastic things with this series. So. Oh, yeah.
0: I think they'll kill Kratos in this one or the next one.
1: Yeah. If he doesn't die at the end of this one, he definitely has to die off. <laughs> yeah. because I, I just like, feel like they yeah. gave him this arc. They gave him yeah. he's, he's reached the peak of like his one dimensional character could get to. And mm-hmm. now he is like this great. He's like his personalities, mountains and ravines. He's just so fascinating. And it would just be. Let's cap it off by capping off, him off yeah
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> so uh looks like you're playing uh pokemon is the other side of the yes. spectrum that you're on so i I'm like, am like do i understand it's scarlet and violet is
1: that what? what yes your, scarlet what? and violet are the two i i'm playing violet because uh I like purple um okay. and that was it that was my whole rationale for picking <laughs> so up can that you, what's
0: the difference did like the one has more
1: um you get purple. like you get like, so like they always like cap certain character, certain like monsters for like Pokemon, um, for one game to the other game. So it's like I can only get like these twelve guys in my game, whereas uh, Scarlet can only get those twelve in their game. And so if you want to get them all, you got to trade with somebody who has Pokemon Scarlet, or and, buy both, or buy both like a absolute madman, um, <laughs> but. I people do it. I don't, oh, I'm sure get it. I don't understand, like, unless you're sharing it with somebody. I don't like Chrissy, my uh, fiance, she bought uh, Scarlet and I got Violet. So, anytime we run into, oh, I got this guy. Oh, I can't get that guy. I don't, I've never, we'll just trade back and forth with each other. And they've got this really cool co op feature now where, like, you can just join each other in the same world and you run around the same world and uh, you can fight, like, these raids together and you can battle with each other we don't really battle but it's kind of cool like even if we're not doing the same events we get little updates like oh chrissy's been doing this chrissy's been like oh, caught cool. this pokemon right and it's yeah. like, oh cool you got one of those i've been looking for one. Oh, do you want to trade it like you know it like just promotes things or if they're going to go do a little raid um which they have these like special raids that you can do against like they're like spe- like Pokemon with special abilities that they don't mm-hmm. normally have, and it's like, um oh, so and so is doing a raid. Press Y to jump in or join them or whatever. And oh, it's, that's cool. And it's like, oh, sweet, I'll go join them. And it just like stops what you're doing there. You go do the the little like cutscene battle thing, get a chance to acquire a new guy, and then you just come back to wherever you were. And it's 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 just really like, it's simplistic in its co-op, but it's like that's all it really needed to be, I think it could have been a little bit more, but I mean, (laughs) if you've been on the internet at all, listening to the Pokemon news, you know that this game kind of chugs at points and, uh, Honestly, I, I I don't blame them for not trying to squeeze more out of that co op because yeah. I'm sure that they're they're holding that that this game together on duct tape and a prayer. <laughs>
0: so the frame rate drops. I'm guessing. Yeah, fr- but
1: I mean, it's it's a Pokemon game. It's not like you're you're to do perfect no show, no scope snipes on yeah. things, right? Like it's yeah. you walk up to an enemy, you enter a battle, and you battle, and yeah. uh, you try and catch them. Like it's the frame rate drops have never at and pretty bad at any point been detrimental to my experience um occasionally we've had a crash nowhere near as much as cyberpunk crashed on me Mm -hmm. i think i've had four hard crashes and chrissy's had one hard crash um there's odd graphical like like oh suddenly like oh we're the cameras lodged underneath the ground during the battle, and you can see like the infinite below space yeah. or whatever. It's yeah, um, okay, whatever, right? Like, it's nothing has been like this is broken. I, I hate this. I don't want to play this anymore. Everything yeah. has been like, oh, the game crashed. I gotta get back into it. <laughs> like, really? it's well, that's good. Yeah, it's, it's such a, I think, the best experience. It's been the best Pokemon experience, um, I've ever had since I was like a kid, right? Like this is like you walk out the first area and you see like uh, swarms of these little guys, like they're hanging out. They're like talking to each other. They're some of them are like afraid of other ones and they'll run away. I remember walking up to a tree in the first area and looking up and there's like a bird sleeping in the tree and it's like, Oh sweet. I can whip my ball up there and start a battle with that sleeping bird. And, <laughs> and I have like, it's all like disoriented and, and uh, I mean like, the first little area I remember playing and Chrissy was playing beside me and she's she's going through hers. So I was like, oh, did you get this little firebird? And she's like, what? No, where was it? I was like, oh, it was just they were just sleeping in this tree when we walked in this little area. She's like, oh my God. And she had to go back and and find them. and Like later in the game, you'll find more of them. But it's just like the amount of stuff they built into it has been just so ph- phenomenal. And uh, I know I'm going to sound like like a heretic saying this, but we finally got a, a true blue open world Pokemon game. I kind of want them to go back. I'm, 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 I'm good. With oh yeah. Happy. <laughs> like, yeah never like, mind, I didn't want this. Um, no, it's, it's great. But like, I miss the dedicated corridors. Like, you know how God of war is not, it's not open world. Like you, you walk through these dedicatedly built levels, right? And it's yeah. got these environments that you have to solve, puzzle like little puzzles to get around pokemon used to do that they used to have oh you can't climb up these walls so you gotta uh, find a way around it oh you've got these trees you gotta cut down so you gotta make sure you have a pokemon that can cut down trees um oh you're in the ice cave uh so you're gonna slide on these on the ice all the way until you hit a wall so it's kind of like one of those puzzles where you you've got to like line yourself up perfectly and hit the right rocks to stop you so you can hit (laughs) the next like it's it's really fun in those sort of i miss that shit in pokemon and now it's just like i i'll just go do a uh the special battle uh one of the three storylines one upgrades your mount one gets makes pokemon catching easier and you can like train guys to higher levels and then one gets you more like uh new moves you can teach your pokemon so like they all have like different things like so you want to kind of progress them all kind of back and forth at the same time right so everything i did not i just went full for like upgrading my mount (laughs) and uh so he was like i got him like flying climbing um swimming and stuff like so now i can like go anywhere but my pokemon got to such high levels because i started training and levels that I probably wasn't supposed to be Mm -hmm. so all my guys were really high level but I didn't have enough gym badges to like be able to train them at that high so they started like not listening to me and they're (laughs) doing their like oh my starter's like oh he's loafing around oh he's he's turned away when I gave him the command it's god damn it like just I gotta go do more gyms and I'm so far behind on my gyms I just did my seventh gym and it's like now you can have like pokemon level 55 will listen to you and it's like all my guys are level 60 like i'm still behind (laughs) anyway so how is the is it
0: the gameplay similar though
1: yeah it's a lot more it's it's old school pokemon gameplay but it's a lot more streamlined it's faster like there's no separate battle screen you just battle there right then and there right like you um it just like you throw your pokeball your Pokemon's there, that Pokemon's there, all the other Pokemon that are like in the area are just like watching you guys battle. Sometimes you'll have like them all lining up by you to like, uh, clearly they want to fight me after I'm done. <laughs> um uh, Trainers, like uh, uh, opponent trainers, like they don't, uh, they in the old games they used to like as soon as they make like that you walk in sight of them, they're like, you, we're battling right now. And you have to f- fight them uh, now that you just have to walk up to them and talk to them. If they don't, if you don't want to fight them, you don't fight them. Just, oh, I gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it's got a really good gameplay loop. Really, really addicting gameplay r- loop. Um, really happy with it. Uh, yeah. So honestly, anybody who's slagging out on the internet, they're just, they, they weren't going to play it anyway. They just want to slag on, on Pokemon. Yeah, it's but. not a hard thing to do. I feel like yeah, <laughs> I don't. I've never
0: played one, and I don't really have a strong desire to. But um, so,
1: do they make the trading of the Pokemon pretty easy? Oh, it no. seems
0: like something like Nintendo could easily have dropped the ball on.
1: No, they've actually had trading down pat for a few, few gen- like generations now. Like honestly, one of the best things they have is the mystery trade. We just throw up a, a Pokemon for trade. And then it randomly selects somebody without you knowing, and then you guys trade and you just go and see what you got. Oh, and right so on. I remember in sword and shield, I did that a ton. I just throw guys up for uh, mystery trade and then I'll be playing around for a bit. And then after a few minutes, I get a little ding. All right. So check out what I got. And you eventually you, you can get like legendaries. People throw up legendaries or shinies and, uh, which are like extremely rare yeah. Pokemon. And, and, um, it's like some. Of course, there are like some uh, groups that bi- construct Pokemon like using like code, uh, oh. so you get like level one hundred perfect stats come through. And I hate. I, I don't like using those. It always feels scummy to That's me. That's cool. But
0: so people like break the source code and figure out
1: how to make their own. Yeah, game. I guess so. There's websites dedicated to it, and I guess Nintendo is cracking down on them hard um with this game uh i've not seen any this this time around which is honestly i prefer it. i don't i don't i don't want to get a cheated pokemon you know like, well it just kinda... i
0: mean what are you at now with pokemon like 380 or something like that like do oh, you fuck.
1: really need more 800 oh really
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah there's a bunch to... man yeah like what do we need fake oh ones, no no do? no
1: it's they're not creating their own pokemon they're just rigging the stats of Pokemon. oh i got gotcha. you so like you'll get like a charizard at level 100 with like all of his stats are maxed out and like the way like Pokemon works is like every Pokemon's got a specific individual value. Mm. So you could get one Pikachu that's just utter garbage and it will never get better. It was just a Pikachu that was never going to be very good. And then you can get a perfect stat Pikachu and it's like everything is going to be like the closest to maxed out it can possibly be. And like when you get into like the meat and potatoes of like all the secret systems in Pokemon, it is an insanely complex game that I even I don't have the brain power for. Mm-hmm. But uh, they do make it a lot more accessible for the for like people who are not like uh, min-maxers or who do not play Pokemon competitively to start looking at doing that because uh, like now you can st- see like there's like. Whenever you battle a Pokemon, you get a secret hidden point into like one of your core abilities. And the more you battle, like you have to battle like 300 of them to start maxing out those points. And basically as you level up, it's going to remember how many points you've got in all those different spots. And by level 100, if you've got one of those areas maxed out, say your attack skill, you fought a whole bunch of guys that give you this uh, this special bonus in attack um by the by level 100 you will have the the best stat you can possibly have for that pokemon in the attack stat and it's like these systems are just insane like the amount of work that goes into it and they've i can now do that because they've got a feature in it that actually shows you where you are like they don't give you a number but they show you like if you've maxed it out it's like it's golden and sparkly and you you know that you've (laughs) nailed it like it's like oh thank because before you were guessing you're like i think it's at that (laughs) oh really yeah before like it was that's been in the system since pokemon blue and red right like it's from the very beginning but you never knew that nobody knew that until somebody broke the code and started looking at it right oh gotcha so people would like figure out the numbers and how to do it and then people go out and like I have to battle a hundred gravelers because they're going to raise my stat this many times or whatever. Right. And so it's just Pokemon's an insanely complex game for children.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I was uh, just, I saw a meme earlier today that said I was showing the first Pokemon game. And uh, when it said, when you go back to playing your child, first childhood Pokemon game and it, on the the screen it says the guys asking the player are you a boy or a girl and yeah. the guys replies i'm a man damn it <laughs> you know you're yeah,
1: yeah we're like
0: 40 now so yeah
1: they don't yeah. do that anymore they didn't do it in this one you that's basically probably, i mean that's good that you just choose your character model like there's yeah. six there's three that are very feminine and three that are very well Moderately masculine because they're still children. Yeah, uh, and then, <laughs> and, then uh, and then you choose your hairstyle and you just go. They didn't. They didn't even ask. Are you a boy or a girl? I thought that was fantastic. Right on. Yeah. I think
0: I thought my buddy said Ash is back in this one or something like that. Or she always been there. I don't
1: know. I don't if no. Like honestly, okay. So Ash has only been in the anime.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: Uh, if canonically throughout Pokemon, the character Ash represents uh, was known as Red. Um, gotcha. So there was Red and then his rival was Blue. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe Red showed up as the... Well, he was the playable character in Red and Blue. And then after you beat that, you go and play the, the sequel uh, Silver or Gold. When you beat the game, there's a secret... Uh, there's a secret last boss at the top of a mountain after you've... like. You've beaten the game effectively twice. Um, and you go up to this top of this mountain uh, in a really, really hard area. And it's it's red. And he's got Pikachu, Charizard, um, uh, Blastoise. Uh, like, all of the character, like guys he had, um, you could get in the first game. And they're all, like, max level. They're, like, in the 80s. And he's a really hard fight. And it was just a really cool... You beat him, and then you get a second credits. It was just like one of those cool epic moments when you were a kid. He has not been back in the series since then. Oh, gotcha. So maybe he is, but that would be completely news to me because I have not run into him. So I think my if, friend was referring to the fact that he actually won on the TV show for the first oh, time in like yes. 25 years.
0: But I, I already knew
1: that. Yeah, he was a world he finally got. He became the best there ever was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It only took
1: 25 years, and he's still 12. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how that works. Out. I know. Anyway, enough Pokemon. I know you don't care. So no, I'm oh glad
0: you're enjoying it, man. I I do. I feel like uh, yeah, I think it's common for people to ask Nintendo to make things a certain way. Yeah, and I think Nintendo's shown time and again that we don't know what we want we think we know what we want <laughs> yeah. but they prove it to us by giving us something we didn't know we wanted until they gave it to us yeah like breath of the wild which oh, i don't phenomenal. i know i don't care for it but like <laughs> right. I, I think a lot of people like really love that game and nobody would have ever said like hey go away from the or maybe some people would but i sure wouldn't have been like yeah go away from the formula that's worked for the last like 35 years you know oh i've 30. No-
1: for Breath <clears throat> of the Wild, I was, I mean, before Breath of the Wild, I was pr- praying for them to break the formula. I thought the formula was hot garbage um, at, uh, I mean, I, I'm i in a minority, but I, I thought Twilight Princess was probably one of the worst Zelda games they've ever made. Um, and I, I'm i fine with being wrong. I know people love that game, and I, I'm not trying to take that away from them, but uh, I just think that that game showed how bad the formula needed to change yeah and um (laughs) and skyward sword wasn't any step better but it wasn't like it wasn't as i don't think it was as bad as the way twilight princess did it but um i was so happy they broke the formula and they just did something different because i mean like I'm just so sick of like you walk into it in a Zelda game, you walk into a dungeon, you find the magical item that you use that item to defeat the dungeon and you d- use that item to beat the boss and you need that item to do those two things. Whereas in like a link, uh, link to the past, you can grab like, oh, you got the secret item in this dungeon. That's great. It was just uh, it was just uh I don't know, like some upgrade to one of your your things that you don't need that to beat the boss. You still just need to whack the boss with your sword <laughs> yeah. um, or it's like, oh, it's a, a magical boomerang. You don't need to use the boomerang like maybe it'll stun the boss, but you you can just beat the boss without it. Or yeah. I don't know. It's just it had so much more excitement. Like the upgrades were literally just upgrades to your character, right? Like it wasn't always forcing you to use the cool new thing you got. One of my, uh, like favorite memories for that is like in the, in a link to the past, there is a dark, dark world dungeon. The first dark world dungeon, you fight as dinosaur with a metal helmet on its head and a spiked tail. And in that level, you get the, uh, the hammer, the magic hammer. And if you use the magic hammer, you can break his, his helmet off. And then you start smacking his delicate little face underneath the helmet well you don't need to you could just use your sword and break the the helmet it just takes a little longer right like it's it's not required so you could effectively like you can't beat the level without it but you could effectively um do beat the boss without needing to use it whereas right i find in the 3d zeldas they've gone to a thing where it's like you need the item the i the enemy reveals itself like gives it oh it's gonna be like here's the moment where you attack with that item and now you can run up and hit him with your sword because he's stunned and then you do that three times and then that's every boss (laughs) ever (laughs) ever ever, right
0: yeah Yeah. and yeah i i mean i get your point i don't think i i don't know i'm still gonna check out breath of the wild too because i'm sure it'll be a mixture of maybe both of the
1: I hope it has open has in this.
0: I do too. But I, I do like your point, you, the idea about what uh, they did in link to the past. It kind of reminds me of like a <clears throat> souls game where there's things that you can do that make it certainly make it easier, but don't always break it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it takes a little bit more thought to put into it. But um, yeah, speaking of which, dude, I, got the analog pocket you
1: know oh heck yes Dude. i have i'm so jealous it is awesome
0: I, it is so cool like, i was
1: literally thinking about it like for a, <laughs> over an hour today being like i gotta buy it i gotta buy one i i can't miss out on this it looks so good
0: it we have an extra one if you decide i don't know how easy they are to get a hold of but they're uh, not yeah i would just sell it to you for whatever it costs or whatever oh heck if you, yes. if you want it, let me know. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> but, uh, it's awesome, dude. It is so yeah. cool. Like once you go through the YouTube videos and format your micro SD card to yeah. do what you want it to do and get games on there. It is like a Nintendo switch that plays super Nintendo. Like what? I literally have the dock and I like was playing Aria of sorrow. Yeah, And just playing it and I put it on the dock and now I, and then I just hook up my 8-bit dough, like yes hype oh. controller and play it on my big screen TV. Yes, exactly. With, and it doesn't, it doesn't look all jacked up, man. Oh, like, really? It doesn't, it doesn't just spread it out. It still looks, it has the same like fidelity
1: as it does on a tiny screen on a big screen. Oh, my God, I'm so and it it, can hook up to your computer that I don't know. See, that's that's the biggest thing for me is like, can I just use that? Because I always use the super like for streaming wise, right? I Mm -hmm. use my Super Game Boy to play my Game Boy games. Yeah. Uh, So I have to hook it up to my Super Nintendo. Then I have to uh, get the Super Game Boy, stick the games in. But I can only play uh, older games like so I can only play Game Boy Color and and worse yeah. Um, I can't play Game Boy Advance games. I can't play. So anyway, but like it's it, well, y- a whole thing, right? But you, I don't want to emulate as much. Like I don't want to just get an emulator and run an emulator because I like I like holding the controllers.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And, okay. and, dude, to be real, like I was using an emulator and playing Aria of Sorrow, even though oh, I had yeah. the cartridge and like it worked with my 8-Bit Doe controller. Like, oh, wow. Once I connected it to the dock and it was just fine. Oh, okay, like hey, well, no problems. And know. I. it also, it, I mean, it outputs an HDMI. So I would imagine that if you have like a uh, some capture equipment, some video capture equipment, I don't know what you use or whatever, but I'm sure you would be able to figure something out.
1: Yeah. If it runs HDMI, I'm sure I might be able to make it, make yeah. it work. I should. And I should like just I said, look it, it, looks,
0: it looks as good on the handheld as it does on the screen man it's unbelievable and it's like literally and you can i mean i haven't dove into like everything that you can uh emulate from it like i put on some super nintendo games and some uh gba games mostly because those are the libraries i was interested in but there's like atari jaguar atari 7600 like uh there's some mr stuff on there which i know I'm, I'm not really sure how the mister works but i know it's like an emulation machine that you can use or do basically a bunch of the other stuff but every there's some neo geos on there and like oh, you can play yeah, whatever yeah. you want dude and uh it's awesome it is so cool for somebody who never had a gba and i love castlevania games like i'd finished aria sorrow and then booted up uh Legend of zelda minish cap because i never yes, played that either sense. yeah yeah and uh so that's just the what mole, I'm doing, man. Mole
1: gloves in that one. Yeah. I, I just
0: got the <laughs> minish cap. Which, oh, okay. Yeah. And the dude, is
1: Ezo, Azo, or Ezio something or? like that. But yeah, it, it's, a I bird. love the characters. Is He's, that what he is? Yeah, I don't know. He looks like a bird. He looks, he? Yeah. he
0: looks like it has a bill. <laughs> like he yaps at you. Like he has a bill. <laughs> and I love those games. man. Cause like, I kept walking away from him when I got him. Yeah. Or when I came, I saved him from the, whatever those things are. And, uh, uh yeah I started walking away and he's like where are you going you, you can't leave me and then so I just kept walking in different directions like okay am I supposed to go this way and he says the same thing and then am I supposed to go this way and then all of a sudden he just like jumps on your head and becomes your hat yeah <laughs> it's like oh okay I get it and I just like shrunk down to mini size so yeah uh, those are kind of the cool things about like just our previous conversation they do well in Zelda like the I never finished Link to the Past, but I probably will now that I have the analog pocket because Do I it. can I have it on there and it's awesome, man. It's and it, I best. can take it wherever and then put it on my freaking dock and just play it on my TV. It God is, damn. James. I can't really explain to you like how cool it is, dude. And you, it has sleep yeah, mode and like oh my God. all the stuff. It's so the only thing that syncs is you can't. The game had to have a sleep mode in order for you to put it into sleep mode yeah because i was playing super star wars which was a super nintendo game yeah and it wouldn't let me put it to sleep during that but man um, see i
1: was i've been thinking about like rocking a um getting one and rocking some of my old game boy games because like i love i love my game boy i I have a game boy color here i've got a retro like game boy here and i i would play the shit out of them if it wasn't for the lack of a bat backlit screen I don't mm-hmm. want to get them modded because that's just like it's just so much. I'd just rather like the fancy new tech for yeah. playing my old games. Yeah. But like, um, I just beat Legend of the River King for the first time. Because yeah, yeah. I, I I played it. I like I played it throughout the years, but I've never beaten it. And I I did it on stream. I would totally go back and play the shit out of that game on an analog where I can just yeah. sit in the in my bedroom like when, at night when lights are out. I don't have to like have like a little like pocket light on my shoulder yeah. or one of those like what i don't know there's like, like a, a reading lamp. light yeah, yeah. Like oh yeah special yeah, yeah. game boy lamp <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's just like oh it's just like it's so excruciating and like oh you've got the light perfectly on on the screen now it's reflecting of this giant ball of light and you're yeah like, god damn it i just want to play and have a good time And this is why the switch is so wonderful it's like yeah i i i use that for like playing a whole bunch of shitty like old games that um, like because the Nintendo library or whatever, the, the online stuff, I'll play oh, yeah. old, old like super NAS, NAS games on the switch mm-hmm. all the time now. And then uh, I play indie games on it because that's, that's where I want my indie games. I want yeah. them in a handheld mode or, Hey, I'm, I'm stationary. I'm just going to plug it into the TV and I'll play it on, on the TV. Right. Like it's, yeah. I'm totally with the to pocket is, is right there. And like, it's getting, ga- it's, It's been tantalizing my uh, my retro needs for so long. And every time they're like, "Eh, we're going, we're putting it up on sale. I'm like, God, no, it's expensive. I'm not going to do it right now. I'm going to (laughs) wait, wait it out. I'll wait for the next one. And then it's like I heard like they're doing the uh, Super Nintendo NX or whatever.
0: NT. I bought one of those.
1: too. (laughs) Oh, my God. I haven't received it yet. I heard like that's gonna be like one of the last time they, yeah, they it's supposed they... to be the last run. And yeah. I'm like I like I can't wait that long for the like I have to like buckle down and actually buy this uh Game Boy one if I if I'm gonna want if I wanna get Dude, one.
0: I gotta say, like for you like for me, I was like, you know, why not? Like I've I've always heard there's really good GBA games and I just haven't played a lot of them, you know? Yes, oh, and there's so many uh, good ones. Having some like Super Nintendo games on the go, 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 which to your point, isn't really necessary if you have Nintendo online, like yeah. Metro Super Metroid looks fantastic on the switch. Like I don't really need yeah. to play that on the uh pocket analog pocket, but I'm so glad that I got one. It is easily one of the best purchases I've ever made. And I think for someone like yourself who has like a lot of like good memories with those games,
1: like it's kind of a no brainer. I would oh, say fuck. I got it. Yeah, I got to do it. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm jealous. I'm envious. This is this is like <laughs> I i am sitting here and just green all over. <laughs> what else should I play? Like um, I did look okay. up
0: at uh, the best GBA games. And that's I mean, uh, Aria Saro was actually like my main reason for getting it. Oh yeah. Although I knew there were tons of other games, I just love Castlevania.
1: I got two for you. I got a Game Boy game as well as a Game Boy Advance game for you. Okay. So my Game Boy game uh, is—it's actually part of two games, but I'm going to give you one that's the definite good one to play. If you haven't done it already, play Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Seasons. Okay. as it came out, it was a Capcom produced uh, Legend of Zelda game. It's done in the style of like the, uh, what is it? Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. But oh, okay. they, the, there's seasons and there's ages. And it was kind of like Pokemon where they released two games at the same time. Um, and if you beat one, you can take a code over to the second game. And like it unlocks uh, uh, the secret end game and like all of your like, Like I I think you collect rings in that game. I think the rings carry over. But um, there is like some sort of carryover stuff. But definitely play Seasons if you're only going to play one of them. Because that's, just in my opinion, just the best designed. It is such a good Zelda game. And it's for the Game Boy. Uh, And then for my Game Boy Advance suggestion... And I know you're not super hot on RPGs. But you did manage to get through Final Fantasy. I'm going to suggest mario and luigi superstar saga oh yeah and that's on, on yeah it that's is so good and it's got like um it's it's got really good writing uh great little world and then it, it's a kind of like a, the rpg has like mario um rpg elements to it where you have to actually like be there while you're back like you, you can't just like set attack and then walk away or whatever you have yeah. to attack and then like time like so like maybe you're going to do a jump on a guy's head you have to like push like um push a or b or whatever at the right time to do some bonus damage or an enemy's coming at you you gotta like push a button to like block and you can potentially block the damage and so it's a lot more involved than just a regular rpg um a lot of the mario games uh, rpg games do do that but um mario and luigi superstar saga just a fantastic little game
0: so, do the Game Boy games hold up okay?
1: Like- I, I think they do. I always, okay. I but I have a huge, like, which yeah. which Game Boy game, like the, like um, Tech
0: Mobile, Tech Mobile. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the, a, Tailspin. A, do you remember Tailspin? Yeah, yeah. These are film. aren't these
1: NES games though? Were they on the uh, GBA Apparently. or the Game Boy? Game Boy. Yeah, I know Tech Mobile was a an NES one. Super breakout. And then also is there
0: sorry Is there a difference like so Game Boy color is just different games or did they update the games to be in color?
1: Some were updated to be in color, um, and then a lot of them have different games. So there there is like that was a weird finicky area. So there's Game Boy Color. And then there was like Game Boy Color like, games that could also run on the Game Boy. And those yeah. got, like um, they I think they got like little black boxes instead of the gray. And then like there was like full Game Boy Color games, which were in like uh, like a fancier like their their frame was like I think it was like see through or, or or something like that. But basically the Game Boy Color games that could only be played on Game Boy Color because there were color-oriented elements to the game. Like, oh, there's, like, you have to discern red doors from yellow doors or, or something like that that you just couldn't do on yeah. the regular Game Boy, right? Um, or it uses too much color that the regular Game Boy's grays cannot ma- manifest. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was, like, yeah, so there's the gray box, the black box, and then the Game Boy Color. It was, like, a clear green or something like that gotcha it looks Um,
0: like the oracle of seasons is on game boy color
1: yes it's it's good i'm I'm, I'm highly recommend it It, like play minish cap beat minish cap have fun with that take a break do some other things but then do not forget oracle of uh or oracle of seasons
0: i won't and i'll make sure maybe after these zelda games i will be tired of the formula of zelda because even actually starting minish cap i was like oh yeah i've got to deliver this sword to somebody yep Mm -hmm. there's a shield yep this all seems familiar (laughs) and that's not a knock on it because i i love it and i love the quirky way they write the characters like the minish cap is actually like some just very snooty snarky person And for sure i don't know it's awesome anyway Yeah. yeah uh highly recommend the analog pocket And with that, do you want to talk about this news story real quick before we get going? Let's do it. Uh, This Chris kindly shared this to us um, from Politico which is a news website, like mm-hmm. a real news website, not even a video game one. But apparently the feds are likely to challenge Microsoft's takeover of Activision. Uh, so the, law, the FTC apparently is going to uh, file a lawsuit against to block Microsoft's $69 billion takeover of Activision, um, which I just find kind of crazy because this is like, I mean, how long has it been in the making? Yeah like two years you're 18 months something like that and they already have a lot of their properties like on uh you know xbox like uh cloud gaming and game pass and that kind
1: of thing it's it's pretty wild i like i'm like reading through this like the politico document makes me realize that i have like no idea (laughs) <laughs> half the the jargon for oh uh, yeah legal <laughs> the legal jargon um like filing an antitrust lawsuit like i just realized you know i have no idea what that is and uh <laughs> yeah i just I'm, know it has
0: something to do with uh like of trust <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. antitrust is like basically monopolizing you okay or monopolizing an industry i guess so then they file an antitrust lawsuit
1: I think didn't, didn't again, i shouldn't Apple have to, didn't Apple go through that with, um, uh, Fortnite's
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Creator. Very, or whatever. Yep. It's a very similar, um, uh, thing, but so, yeah, this is the feds, right? The, the, yeah, that are federal trade commission, putting the kibosh on, or potentially putting a kibosh on it.
0: Yeah. Or at least trying to, um, man. and Chris pulled this from, uh, um, tweet from uh, Jason Trier and on there apparently he had noted that the landscape of for these kinds of uh, lawsuits is significantly different than it was uh, with one that was challenged recently in the in a way such that where this one might actually be uh, might actually be legit. Fruitful. Yeah, exactly. Or might. So I don't know, man. I don't know enough about how that stuff kind of works but
1: well how about you how do you feel about the microsoft and activision acquisition
0: i'm fine with it i don't have any i do i guess i just don't really think of actually i don't know i like i was fine with the bethesda one this one mm-hmm. is kind of like maybe taking it a step too far but i also don't think that Maybe Activision is a larger part of the industry than I'm willing to admit. With Call of Duty coming out annually, but yeah, I don't. I guess I just don't know, man. I don't see it like removing enough competition to make
1: other things pointless. You know what I mean? I don't like. I I agree. I think I don't give a shit about like like was it uh, PlayStation's complaints about it? I guess no. It's not even. But I mean, I think he was putting those out because um because of what xbox was saying it was kind of like calling them out and then he was he was he had to like save face and like for like for their like uh shareholders or whatever and actually just make a statement saying like we don't agree with them them doing this this is x y and like for x y and z reasons what is i mean it sucks for if one of your competitors
0: like purchases another of your competitors because it's just like I mean, it sucks for your business because then you're taking like now those games won't be on Sony's platforms most likely or even Nintendo's maybe. So and they're going to treat it on a case by case basis. But at the same time, man, like I think as we've noticed time and again, like with Callisto Protocol coming out, like uh, Dead Space was good. EA got a hold of it and basically ruined it. And now the original creators having to kind of revamp, come out with a studio to its own. Like, I mean, if they you can't force people to stay where they're at. You know what I mean? And if those people aren't happy with where they're at, then they'll go elsewhere um, and be creative there. And then those partnerships can be like sell their product to whomever they want to, you know? Yeah. So you're just buying a name and a lot of assets, but, and I'm not saying that's not nothing, but um, you know, there are a lot of other things that I think have to go into it. I guess it just wouldn't bother me personally. Yeah. It goes through and they like, what do I I couldn't care less about Activision games. You know what I mean?
1: Neither, neither do I. Like, I really can't. um, I don't give a shit. Like, if if it happens, it happens. It doesn't affect me playing games. Yeah. Um, I know it will affect because, like, you got to think about PlayStation has been the last like generation and a half has been PlayStation just ruling the market in a way that Xbox hasn't. PlayStation has like been a main s- mainstay. Most people like a lot of people had a PlayStation four over an Xbox, what was it, Xbox one. Yeah. Um, so PS4 is everybody, everybody's household. So people are playing Call of Duty, which is one of the most played and purchased games um, ever uh, on, um, on, on the PlayStation. So their network is a PlayStation network of friends playing Call of Duty. And then, um, if uh, say like I know this is the next generation, uh, the <laughs> how many people of a lot more people are getting into Xbox because of how accessible they've made their platform. But um, that that said, like there's still a lot of Call of Duty players that play on PlayStation, and so having uh, having Call of Duty essentially become exclusive to Xbox, maybe not right away, but somewhere down the line, is essentially creating a f- siphon. Like if. People know about this. People who play Call of Duty know about this and go, oh, shit. Microsoft just bought um, uh, Activision. So in the future, all of my games are going to be on Xbox. I'm going instead of buying another PlayStation, I'll buy an Xbox in the future because I know that's where my game is going to be for sure. A hundred percent. Right. And so I think it's it's not so much this generation that's going to affect. It's going to be affecting future generations because. You just don't know if it's a case by case basis. Maybe they PlayStation won't get that game. Right. And I know. It's like pot calling kettle black because PlayStation does that constantly. Mm-hmm. PlayStation goes like, OK, we're going to create like these. like We're going to buy the rights to these these games and we're going to create them. Like and Destiny 2, man. Like, like Destiny. Destiny in general. Yeah. And it's like they've um, they've kind of like done that. a um, quite a bit so yeah i think it's it's, just part of the gaming
0: industry but like i I said you'll have more creative people coming out and starting new companies i just don't think it's that big of a deal to be honest
1: well and that's i think that's where it's like i always said that like everybody's like oh the whole industry is going to be acquired eventually and it's like no it's not because what's going to happen is these big companies are going to swoop in acquire a bunch of companies and then like the creative heads of those companies are all going to drop out and start yeah. their own. Like we already see it. We see it like with like Jade Raymond and we've see, seen it with Konami. We've seen, or sorry, not Konami uh, Kojima. Uh, we've seen it with um, like a lot of the blizzard he- the guys that did the real time strategy games went and made frost giant, which people yeah. are like, Oh, this is an uninspired, like, version of like starcraft well it's like yeah like that's what they wanted to make and right they couldn't make more starcraft so
0: yeah indie games are huge man and they will be forever because it's where some there's some of the best most creative and well implemented ideas that are out there so i'm with you i think it'll just be it'll just create uh competition of a different sort yeah i suppose but um anyway hey uh speaking of which man like i don't Like there's so many services like in all of these things that I have, like I finally dropped my Game Pass Unlimited, not because I wasn't I didn't like it or I didn't think it was a great service because it is like I barely have time to play the games that I currently have. So (laughs) why am I paying $15 a month for I would basically open it, be like, oh, my God, that's on Game Pass download and then like never play it or maybe play yeah. like 15 minutes of it. So I've just finally got rid of it and maybe I'll sign up for the, cause they got a deal going on with the PlayStation ones Yeah, for this month, you know, for black Friday. So I might jump on one of those. Cause I just like, I don't know. There's only so much time in a day. That God don't responsibility. Yeah. Unfortunately, so, um, well, Hey man, I thank you for joining me today. Yeah, I uh, thanks. appreciate thanks. you taking the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, where can people catch you on the interwebs and on your streams?
1: Well, they can find me at Butlord Primus on Twitter, on co-host and on what is it? Hive. Hive is the new Hive. Thing. What's yeah. CoHost? host just dropped like a bunch of stuff. I yeah. don't know. So these are all the co-host and Hive are two of like the Twitter's dying. Let's jump ship. Um, oh, gotcha. <laughs> Hive is actually the one I've, I've, I've seen take off the most. And a lot of the games industry people I've been following have jumped to Hive. It is nowhere near as well built as Twitter is, but they've only got two humans uh, cr- running it right now. So it's two two like uh, engineers built this this platform that is very much a Twitter clone uh, called Hive, and it's it's pretty damn decent for what it is. So Fair give it some time. And uh, um, that seems to be where the people are going to um, sign up for my
0: username now,
1: then. Yes, do it. Get your usernames. <laughs> you can literally get your name. Like, I, I, I yeah. don't know why I didn't. I should have made it like just at James Cheers. Halliday. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs>
0: Instead, you're allowing
1: Butlord Primus to follow you everywhere till the end of time. <laughs> uh, um, but the uh, I do have, a, have something to pitch right now. Um, yeah, go for it. If this, as provided this comes out Friday, on Sunday this week, November 27th, I am raising money for the Movember Foundation. So, all of no, move, November, I've been r- growing a mustache and raising money uh, to uh, promote uh, men, men's mental health uh, and raise funds for um, pr- uh, basically uh, prostate cancer and testicular cancer. And it's, it's a global foundation that has, uh, been raising money. Every November. they get people active, they get people, um, out and about and, and, talking about it. And so my, my mustache and myself are going to be doing a 12 hour stream where I'm going to be playing video games from 8 PM or 8 AM to 8 PM Pacific time, um, And I've got a list of games that I'm going to go through. I've got some like space to kind of tweak it. Um, But I'm also giving out prizes. Nothing huge. There's like a personalized emote on my Twitch channel. Um, Some Steam games that are up for sale. They're games that I like that I want to share with people. So and they're like cheap. But it's any $20 donation gets you a ticket into that prize pool. And, uh, one of, of course, one of the prizes is the ownership of my mustache for the remainder of the month. And it's (laughs) only three days, but you get to tell me what to shave it into and, uh, you can name it and I will take photos of it and, uh, post it on social media and it, and tag you in it. And it's, it is your mustache as far as I'm concerned. And I'm just the one, uh, hosting it on my face, (laughs) but, um, of course it has to be socially and political accepted. Uh, mustache shapes there is a certain shape that i probably shouldn't be doing so i won't do that because i still have to go to work for a couple days
0: oh but i'm not even cool Uh, enough to know what you're referring to oh
1: no the broom mustache the charlie chaplin oh i don't want to wear a charlie chaplin to work gotcha (laughs) that makes sense (laughs) hey man i
0: anybody who actually wears a mustache actually there was this guy at work funny story yeah who had like a one of those masks where you could see through, you know, cause I work oh, yeah. in the hospital. So yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody still to this day has to wear a mask. This dude had a see-through part so you could see his mouth. And I'm pretty sure it was just show off his mustache, dude, <laughs> cause he had a mustache and I'm like, can't think of
1: any other reason that you would need to
0: do that. He's yeah. the only person I've ever seen with it. So,
1: I mean, I, I wear a mask every, every day to work as well, but I work in an office and nobody else wears a mask. I just, do it <laughs> because, you know, I don't, well, I, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Um, no,
0: Well, that's cool, man. You said that's Sunday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m.
1: Yep. 8 to Um, 8. My time time? is Pacific time. So if you're uh, in the middle of the continent, then it's, I think, an hour difference. And this is on BLP Entertainment? Uh, Yes. Sorry. uh, It's twitch.tv slash BLP Entertainment. Yeah. So honestly, if you you listen to this and you want to stop by and say hi, uh, stop by and say hi. I, oh, yeah. I, I'm pretty much going to be there all day, so Come on. right on. Like you can't; it's hard to miss. <laughs> well, good for you, man. I'll uh, yeah.
0: definitely put it on my calendar to jump in there at some time.
1: Yeah, thanks. And
0: get my uh, name in there for a prize pack. <laughs> Who knows what I could win? <laughs> uh, if you want, you can reach me at uh, Gianni Samsonite on Twitter. Angie is at Stellar Smalls. Chris is at VG Occasion. Uh, you can follow the podcast at MN Gamers Podcast. And then email us to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Check out our things on our mostly normal monthly back issues on mngamers.substack.com. And you can call or email us at 507 291 2991. And I think that's all we have for you for today. I got to get, I got to go to Target, man, pick up my stuff for my fancy <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner I got to make
1: tomorrow grilled cheese we're out of cheese no sorry (laughs)
0: uh anyway y'all uh hope y'all had a thanks happy Thanksgiving and uh we feel very thankful to have you as a listener so thank you and do us a favor and tell a damn friend or a thousand (laughs) or a thousand just (laughs) a a paltry thousand of your friends (laughs) yeah exactly you're just your closest (laughs) that's all I'm asking for (laughs) anyway uh we'll talk to y'all probably next week bye bye